morning, everybody. How are you today? My name is Latasha Martin, and welcome to the morning message with a biblical foundation. Anyways, I had to move my portable studio to one of my client sites yesterday. So if you're on here with me this morning, if you can hear me, just say, yes, I can hear you. Yes. <laughs> or give me some kind of emoji or something to let me know that you can hear. Okay. Um, again, we are on different platforms in different places. So if you are on my YouTube channel, if you could subscribe and follow, you get this message and more. I'm trying to get to a thousand people so I can do stuff mobily. So please go to Latasha Martin like subscribe on the YouTube channel. Thanks Shannon for the feedback. Good morning. Let's go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. I know I'm excited right now, but y'all see the title. Uh Uh-oh, strap up, get ready for the word from God today. Dear God, we thank you so much for being an awesome God, a God who is always there to correct and to clarify if we will surrender ourselves to go to you and hear what you are sharing with our hearts. Lord, I pray today That as I share with anyone who hears this message, if they are in a place where they are saying they are not clear about your assignment for their lives, I pray that they will hear this message. Then they will go back into the book of James and they will read what you have shown me this morning and allow the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost to penetrate them deep inside to do what it is that you're calling them to do, to submit wholly to their assignment, God, and not worry about what's going on in the world. Lord, I know that that takes confidence, but I'm thankful that your son came and died on the cross for us so that the confidence does not have to be in our own abilities, but the confidence is in you, Christ, that you were the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and that you are consistent and never changing in an ever-changing world. We thank you. We love you today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So to title, today's title is called Ouch, That Truth Hurts. <laughs> Are y'all ready for this? I don't know. Maybe you want to ask somebody to join along so they could be here with you. But today's message is called Ouch, That Truth Hurts. And this morning I woke up at 345. Yes, I did, because I'm determined to make sure that I can get my whole life together, which includes more sleep than I normally get. So I went to bed really early yesterday, spent some time with my husband, spent some time with the family. And I was just like, man, I woke up early trying to sleep in and I was just having my quiet time with God. Because as I share with you guys all the time, I start with the time that I spend with him first so he can speak to me. So then I have the ability to speak to you. So I don't know if this message is just for me or if it's for you, if it's for you, just get out your, um, I don't know what you want to have your first aid kit next to you so that when the Holy Spirit does what only it can do, you can be responsive to what God says. So let me tell you the gambit of emotions that I went through this morning. Are y'all ready for it? Cause it's a lot of C's. I like words that connect. I was clear. Then I was confused. Then I was conflicted. Then I was convicted. Then I was convinced and I was clear again. Let me say that again for somebody that's just like, what? This this is what I went through this morning. I was clear. Then I was confused. Then I was conflicted. Then I was convicted, confirmed and clear. So you might say that's a lot of C's. And did you really go through all those emotions today? Yes. Yes, I did. Because I know that today is the day that the Lord has made And I am going to rejoice and be glad in it because of all those seeds that I went through. I got, I was clear. So again, speaking from my own testimony, when I walked away from my comfort of life (laughs) uh, in 2015, I was clear. Then I was confused. 
But I was easily able to go back to clarity because I knew my assignment from God. I knew his purpose for me. I had surrendered and submitted everything and my full yes was on the table. And God showed up in the only way that God could show up. Show up. He confirmed a lot of things and I was clear. And I was clear until I started having conversations with other people who were not clear about my clarity in Christ, my confidence in Christ. And it kind of took me on, I want to say this long detour, like a really long detour. Like I want to say a couple year detour. Yeah, for real. And so this morning I was sitting up and I was so grateful because um, Shannon's here. She was there. Um, I produced their Sunday morning service with a, a bunch of volunteers that are amazing over at Ephesus Ministries. They have prayer every night at 630, not to put in a shameless plug, but they do. And I was there yesterday and I was scared. I was scared out of my wits because I've been producing for them for a minute, but I'm never in front of people. Like I'm always in the comfort of my home. And so I got to the church early yesterday because I had to get my whole mind right. I was like, Lord, I see now that you're changing the direction of my business and you're doing some things. And through this process of change, I know that I have to stay lock in step with you on this because you are stretching me. So even though I'm comfortable with technology, you are stretching me. And as you're stretching me, you're publicly showing me when the motivation of my heart is not right and what it is right. And so for like the last 30 days, I've been going on this journey with God about, I think I hear you and I think I see it and I think I get it. But for some reason, I couldn't let go of the huge transformation that he's showing me with this business. Like, I just can't let it go because my comfort, my comfort is, is that God, you told me to walk away so I could coach high capacity Christian women to navigate through the workplace without compromising their faith, their family or their finances because they know their worth. You see how I know that script so well, because that's the comfort of where I'm comfortable. And what God was saying is, no, Latasha, we made a pivot in the process, but you weren't hearing from me. And I was like, okay, God, like I talk to you every day. Like I really do talk to you every day, <laughs> like every day. I may talk to you every day, but I wasn't listening. And I was like, what do you mean I'm not listening? And so, so yesterday, I was doing something different in this space because I really do believe that God is going to bless this, this one part of a new venture of my business. And I was sitting there in that church and now I have this audience of people watching me. Like when I say watching me, I'm in the middle of the group. So like people are behind me so they can see like behind the, the screen and behind the scenes of what happens with Latasha. They could see me when something was a little triggered differently and I had to do some stuff differently. And I was like on display. But I am so grateful to God that I had a heart check before I went into that building yesterday because my confidence was not in Latasha. My confidence was like, God, I want you to be glorified and I really want to serve you well today. I really want to serve you well today. And I don't want none of Tasha's stuff to get in the way. And see, 
this whole old Latasha being a Latasha 1159.59, it's a scary journey if you try to do it alone. Because what happens is, is that when you're on full display, it is that 11th hour, 59th minute and the 59th second when stuff appears to be falling. Because right before we were supposed to go live, there was one piece of the step. And I mean, I had prepared. I had did schematics of how I was going to set up. I had tested on my own. I had tested with the team. But I was like, oh, my goodness. And one thing I forgot to write down was the process of logging in. So at the 11th minute, when I, I mean, the 11th hour, when I was supposed to be logging in or going live, something wasn't working. And in that moment, I was just like, God, like, God, I'm going to need you to not have my confidence in Latasha. But I could physically feel my body saying, here we go again, on display, crash and burn. And I was like, but God, for real, like there's no motivation thing. Like today, I truly want you to be glorified. Like in my head, I'm having this conversation. So I'm going through the motions and we go live. When we went live, stuff started clicking and working right. And I lost it in real time. I was like, good thing I have a mask on because when everything started and it didn't need me to do like manual stuff, I lost it. In real time, I was like sitting there like, good thing there's a praise and worship song. Because if they only understood how much I'm praising you right now. Because it was it's at those moments when you're like on display. I don't know who this is for. You are on display and you think you've done a heart check. But you're really scared. And the only thing you can do is have confidence in Christ. And then things work out, it like blows you away. Cause this is how God has always worked in my life when I'm truly trusting Him. Like people think, oh, she's got this skill set, she's got that skill set. All that is great. However, in those moments when you are like on full display for God to be glorified, the question is, are you showing up for yourself or are you showing up in servitude so that God can be glorified in all of your obedience in that moment? So this morning I woke up in such praise and I was like, God, like yesterday was amazing. Like I was fully exhausted when I came home, like mentally fully exhausted to a level that I haven't been since I've done like a live, my last live, live, live event. And I was like, God, I need to hear you right now. Cause like there's some stuff I'm going through that I can't even articulate out loud to people. And I will not be sharing that stuff today to you guys, but like it's some stuff going on in my head. And so I was like, God, I, I need you to show me. And he's like, Latasha, how many times do I have to tell you to trust me? I got you in this. I will not put you on full display and you have confidence in me and let you fail. I will not. Even when things don't go as planned, I will not. And so I had to have a little conversation with God this morning and I was like, Lord, okay, I see what you're saying. I think I see what you're doing, but there's still some stuff that I'm struggling with, right? on this whole process. And so then what God did is he said, well, we gonna spend some time in the book of James, right? Because I think what happens is, is we take nuggets from James or nuggets from scriptures, but it's hard for us to put them together. 
And so what God was showing me was some scriptures that I'm just going to be holding on to this week. Um, if you don't mind, like I might be repeating them every day. If you don't mind, I might be repeating them forever. I don't even know, but I know that this is something I need to say so much so often as I'm staying and sticking into the space of where God has called me to speak, teach, serve, and give. He is showing me that we need to go back to the basics because God is not the author of confusion. He's not. So James 1 and 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, he who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Let me say that again. James 1 and 5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Let me say that one more time. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives it generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Okay, so we got that. Check the box. I ask God for wisdom. I have been asking God for wisdom since this doggone pandemic began because my pandemic began in 2019. My personal pandemic began in 2019. And I've been asking for wisdom. And what God was showing me was, is like, you asked and I gave you an answer. But here's the problem, Latasha. You want to know the problem? Here's the problem. James 2.24 says, you see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Listen, that's enough to make me want to jump up and shout. Let me read this again. James 2.24 says, you see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Let me not ignore the people over here. It says, let me just see what some people saying. He's transforming you into something greater. Thank you, Deborah. I received that. It's almost that you were getting naked before him. Yes, publicly on display, but nobody knew I was taking my clothes off. She says, this is just for me. And I appreciate and I touch and agree that he does have a plan for us. And Shanna says she don't mind us staying in the book of James. But this is what I know. It's real easy to hear and talk to God every day. But do we truly behave like we believe the full gospel of what the word of God says? Do we? Do we? Do we? I think we have confidence in things that we can tangibly say we believe in. So when I went to sit on this chair... I didn't sit and say, mm, I don't know. I didn't get on the scale. What's the weight limit on that chair? Can a chair really hold me up? No, nope. I sat down and I behaved like I believed that this chair was going to hold me up. When I walk on the floors in my house, I don't sit there and say to myself, I don't know if I should walk around the house today because I ate a little bad yesterday. Not sure if the, if the floor will hold me up if I'm walking. Nope. Nope, that's not what we do. We behave like we believe when we trust God's assignment for our lives and we have unwavering faith. You know what unwavering faith is? Unwavering faith yesterday was in that moment when I was right there, I was saying, God, I know you're going to do it. God, I'm trusting you to see me through it. God, you know the motivation. And I really seriously 
I don't even know. I'm glad I wasn't on video. I was physically trying to bring myself to back to myself because I was having like a spiritual encounter with God in real time. And the Holy Spirit was almost wrapping his arms around me. And it was like, I got you. Just release and trust me right now. But some of us, even when we get pushed off the edge of our comfort, we still want to flap our wings thinking that's the way we need to do it. And in those moments where you are terrified, the word of God says, in your weakness, he is made strong, which means you should just be resting in his arms as he's taking you through that experience. I can't even tell you, I had to go back and rewatch the tape because I didn't even know. All I knew was technically stuff was working. And so then what God was showing me is this. He said, but then after that experience, because come on now, y'all, this is where it goes. Even if you get those first two steps right, <laughs> this is where it goes to the left. And I didn't do this yesterday. So I was like, thank you, God. Even when things go right, this is what happens. We get this thing. We get the big head, right? And and we may not want to say it because it's not right. And I will be honest in my aunt authenticity. Often I'll have these things and I'll be excited. And then I'll be like, wow, God, like I did that. No, I didn't do that yesterday. Yesterday I got in my car and before I phoned somebody, I was just in a place of gratefulness. Like I was sitting in my car in gratitude. And it was funny because the people were leaving the parking lot and they're like, what is she waiting for? In that same space that I got to early by myself, I wasn't by myself. I was with God. And yesterday I was just thanking God. And then they were like, oh, you got to go. I was like, okay, got to go. And so why am I sharing this with you? Because this morning when I was having a conversation with God, I was like, okay, God. So I asked for wisdom and I see some stuff is happening. And I see that you're allowing me to speak, teach and serve and give. But the ROI over here for my business stuff, like I'm not getting that. Like I'm, 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 it's not connecting. Right. And that's when I had to get that, ouch, that truth hurts. So what God is having me do each day is go back to the affirmation that I believe was actually inspired by him to write on what I'm to do, how I'm to do it, and then what my behavior or my demeanor should be every day. And so he then took me into this last passage. And this is where the truth really hurts because I want y'all to be honest with yourselves. I'm not even asking for the money to respond because you might have to keep your response to yourself because we just had church yesterday and you might've just spoke to God a few minutes ago and he gonna convict you a little bit about your wisdom here thing. But then he takes me further in the book of James. It says James 3, 13 through 18. This is what it says. It's there's two kinds of wisdom. Who is wise and understanding among you? Among you, Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but it is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have the envy and self-ambition, you will find disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in the peace, reap a harvest of righteousness. 
Well, this is where the ouchy, ouch, ouch, ouch cap in. You might have to say ouch. Is how are we showing up and responding when God has given us wisdom about our purpose and his plans for our lives? It's okay to celebrate. But then what happens after that? And so I'm going to be honest with y'all. This was my conversation. I said I wasn't going to share, but I am going to share. I was like, God, okay. I got it. You, you told me I'm supposed to speak, teach, serve, and give. But this is what he had to like slap me in the head with. He was like, but what's the other two pieces that I gave you when I told you to speak, teach, serve, and give? He said, obey me and don't hustle. I was like, okay, that really hurt God. <laughs> I was like, all right. all right. Oh, okay. What's that mean? He's like, because when you hustle, that's disobedient from what I want you to do. And then that wisdom and all this stuff that you're reading about, it's like false humility because you're working hard at making it happen versus trusting me, trusting my plans, doing what you need to do, and then keep your life in order. God, your husband, your children, and everything and everybody else. So what is it that was different this time? Sunday morning, I didn't get up hustling because I had already planned. I was calm. I was cool. I was chilling, talking to my husband that morning. I had my time with God. And I went there with the plan. I didn't get there super duper early, freaking out everybody like Latasha normally does when she has an event. I would have been like, Shannon, we need to be at the church at 745 because I need to do what Latasha does. And I believe that that was God showing me his faithfulness when I do what he tells me to do, how he tells me to do it. Some of us are on the insanity cycle because we have the wisdom on the what. You might even think you know the why, but the how is now messing you up. How is the how messing me up? The how is messing you up because if you're truly living a life in the order for the season that God has you in, because see, Latasha's season is different from somebody else's season. I'm in a season where I'm God is transitioning my relationships with my children to be more of like an advisor from the side if they need me, if they don't. My husband and I, I know this is shameful. I think we've been married. It'll be like 23. I don't know if it's 23 or 24 years. This I don't even know. Let me not even lie. But he's showing me this, that I've been married for a long time. He's showing me that there's things that, that we want to do together that I wasn't making time for because I'm hustling, trying to be everything to everybody, calling it service. But really, it was not trusting God that my yes and my no's are real. Because I know what should take the priority. Saturday nights, my husband is off. I shouldn't be on the phone with a friend. Saturday nights, my husband is off. So during the day, do whatever you do. But at night, you are with him. Some of us, we can't understand why God is not delivering. Because we're not following the plan, his purpose, the way and how he's prescribing it to be. And some of it means that you need to get off the control pedal. 
and you need to say, God, this is what you called me to do. How do you want me to do it? So he shamefully, when I was writing this stuff out this morning on the paper, it was crazy because he said, I already told you what you were called to do. Speak, serve, teach, and give. Get ready for your message at seven o'clock and do it so I'm glorified. And then all week, I want you to ask yourself, when people ask you to do stuff, are you speaking? Are you teaching? Are you serving? Are you giving? And use my discernment to know when it's a yes, when it's a no, when it's a fee or when it's free, when it's this way and it's that way. But I want you to prioritize and live your life the way God is telling you to live your life in that season. And what that does not mean is God does not need your friends and your family to co-sign on his plan and his purpose and the way he wants to do it in your life. Because even when we're not having conversations, we are being influenced. My daughter taught me a lesson this Saturday night when we were talking as a family. We are being influenced by the conversations we're having, even when we're saying we're not asking for permission. We're having conversations that are not what God is telling us to talk about. And so you can't get the fullness of what he wants to do with you if you keep having these conversations because it causes confusion instead of clarity. Have you ever had the conversation? I thought I heard from God, but then I had a conversation or I saw a news feed or this thing dropped in my brain. And your life is all out of balance. You're supposed to be a mom right now and you running around serving everybody else. You're supposed to be a dad right now, providing for your family and doing things over that. And you running around, running to the job. You're supposed to be uh, in a place of transformation and you can't take that time to be in solitude and hear from God because this is what God is showing me today. He's showing me the scripture. He said, you know why the Israelites <laughs> never made it to the promised land that they could see, by the way. Because they were murmuring and complaining. They were not doing and showing up and saying, God, give us this day our daily bread. Too many of us are anxious for tomorrow, that my choice today could really impact tomorrow. If COVID hasn't taught us anything, there is a situation that we cannot control that could impact everything. And if that impacted you, you wouldn't have an opportunity to say this or that. A friend of mine had COVID back in March. He's like, every time I thought I was ready to go, I get knocked back down because I didn't have the physical strength. And so this truth might hurt if you're not going into today like I did. Like I made a decision. I said, okay, God, let me put on my, um, my outfit that matches before I go walking and say, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I will be present in the Lord. And I will do what he has called me to do. And whether in my mind or in my thoughts, I need to have it all focused on you, God. I cannot be distracted or detoured by a shiny object just because I'm feeling less than because what's happening for me, I believe should be happening different for me. But it feels like it's happening for everybody else and it's not happening for me. Sometimes we're looking at stuff and we don't even know what we're seeing. We think we're seeing one thing because we're being deceived. How many of y'all, and you can say yes on this one. Have you ever looked at your newsfeed on Facebook and you see somebody that you really, really know? <laughs> and you're like, how did they post that picture that way when I just talked to them the same day and I know they were just cussing that person out? How are they on a picture together acting like all is well? Anybody ever seen it? I know I have. 
anybody ever reacted to a false alarm. I remember I used to be guilty of this when I first started on Facebook because I didn't know that that truth was true. And people would be like, oh, Lord, I'm feeling terrible today. And whether I knew them or not, I'm like, okay, well, my job is to serve and give. And I would inbox them whether I knew them or not. And I'd be like, hey, hey, blah, blah, blah. Um, I saw you needed this. Can I help you? And they're like, what? What are you talking about? In my head, I was like, weren't you just dying on the news feed? I thought you were just dying on the news feed. But now you seem to be rejuvenated. Well, what was that? And what God had to show me is the news feed... <laughs> <laughs> don't be deceived by the news feed. Just let it be what it is. And you focus on what my call is, my discernment, and you're coming and you're going. Focus on today. Let me carry on tomorrow like he talks about. Be anxious for nothing. Or don't be, why are we worrying about tomorrow? Because tomorrow is not even promised. How about we make today a good day? And good does not always mean that we do everything we want to do. It's meaning that we're doing the things we're called to do in obedience to what God is saying to do. That is the word for today, y'all. Not sure if you were really thrilled with the ride, but if you're saying, yes, I hear you. I'm picking up what you're paying down. Let me see what she said here. Someone said, yes, truth. She said, reacting to false alarm. That's true. How many times have we reacted? And this is what I was talking about last week about multitasking. So now you've responded to the false alarm and you've taken 20, it says the average, it takes 25 minutes to get back to your task. That's why we shouldn't multitask when you are distracted by something. 25 minutes. So you can't, you got to pray before you react and respond because even your good intention could take you down a bad path. That's what God is showing me today. So, ouch, that truth hurt for me. I don't know if it hurt with you, but it did hurt to me. I hope that you go back into these scriptures and read them for yourself. If you are a business person, don't know God, these scriptures still work. You'd be amazed at how much truth and gospel are what you need to actually run a good company or to have a successful career or to be a good part of your family. God is good. Dear God, we thank you so much for this word today. God, I pray that anyone that's going through the seas, the, 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 the spectrum of the seas that are in a place of being confused and they're not clear, I pray that you convict them with the gospel, God, that you show them that their confidence, if it is in you, that all things are possible. Nothing is impossible for you. Nothing is impossible for you. Dear God, I pray that we're able to have the courage to do things the way the Holy Spirit reminds us to do it. It means that yes, we should be listening to wise counsel, but we should not be having frivolous conversations about things that you've already shown us that are our assignments, how we're supposed to do them, how we're supposed to do it. Dear God, I pray that we can let go of the control and be in a place of submission and humility, God, so that you can be glorified and you can get all the credit for the good things, God. And that we can learn all the lessons with the good and the bad. Dear God, I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice, if they don't know who you are, I pray that they will reach out or reach out to somebody who knows who you are so they can also be in the body, that they can just accept you into their lives and realize that it's not difficult. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. It does not mean that you are not a just God, but there is no condemnation. I pray that people can say yes and amen to their assignments and it can have the joy and the peace beyond all understanding, God, because you are a good God who is worthy to be praised. 
And so, Lord, I thank you today. I thank you for the spiritual spanking. I thank you for reminding me what my marching orders are today. I thank you for anyone that heard this message and they were like, yes, and amen. Now I know what I am to do. I need to spend time with you. I need to ask for wisdom from you. I need to behave like I believe what you're showing me in the word of God. I need to receive the wise counsel that you are providing in my life, even if it's uncomfortable. Dear God, I need to know that in my weakness, you are made strong. Dear Lord, I know that they need to have just faith of a mustard seed for you to do so many amazing things through them because they are recognizing that their confidence is in your ability to show up and show out in a mighty way. And so, dear God, we love you. We praise you and we give you the highest praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless. Have a great, 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 great day. Bye-bye.